Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 46 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I am Robert Scarpanito, and I'm joined here by the amazing Jack Cepeda. Shitty beards. That's what all three of us have. We all can't grow them. <laughs> we got shitty facial hair, guys. This is just our lives, and it's yet another thing in common. We are we are far from the the Greek philosophers of old. Yeah, great, no. great for the audio medium. Just letting them know what we look like. That's perfect. We're facially hair challenged. We need we need someone that's like only listened to our show and never seen what we've looked like. <laughs> So like like at one point they can do like an artist rendition of what they think we look like just from listening to us. Oh, snap. That'd be great. Oh, be facially great. hair challenge. I think we should start a rally. We should start an organization to raise awareness. It's a real, real, real problem. Just like the bioluminescent Colin Sparling on our podcast. Hey everybody, how are you doing? I had a very, very medium terrible weekend. Oh. Not medium rare. Yeah. No, medium terrible. Yikes. It was medium oh, terrible. So hmm. I can't say it was all bad because there were some highlights there, but it was it was there were some really low points this past weekend for me. It's too bad, man. Yeah. And so it, it all began on Friday. Had a pretty decent day at work. Right. And, oh, shit. you know, yeah, I had a pretty, pretty decent day at work. You got to meet a lot of cool people because we had it on campus at the at the student union. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, OSU or for the Ohio State University. Um and so we had we were running an event on campus, and I met, got to meet a whole lot of cool people. And uh, my I had a really long day. It was up at like seven o'clock that morning, and we just went all day nonstop. And so I got done with work around three o'clock, uh, only to find that my car had been towed. Oh, it's a good feeling. Yeah. What time? Yeah. So around around three o'clock. So unbeknownst uh. to me, I parked on a road in which um, street sweeping was happening. So they towed my car. Yep, it was the second Friday of the month, so I got towed. Um, so luckily Robert came to my rescue, drove me over to the impound lot, and I had to pay a nice hearty 180 smackaroonies to get my car out of the lot. And like two hours of time. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Robert was having a great time winning on my ass. How um, much? 180 bucks. Oh my gosh. Yep. Well, I think um, I think your your outlook on parking on wrong streets have really done a 180 now, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I've lived here for three years. I was two months away from just just moving away, you know, and not having to deal with the car stuff anymore. And it just hit me. So, um, yeah, Robert picked me up, went to the Impala, got my car out, and then we proceeded to have a good night out on the town to help me forget my woes. Um, Hmm. So then the, the, you know, the next day I drove, I drove home, went home and, and visited some friends and family over the weekend because we were getting ready to move soon off to the Pacific Northwest. So trying to, you know, get out, get some time in with everybody back home. And so today decided to, you know, decided to make my way back to good old Columbus and I uh, passed by a state trooper over on 23. Dude, you are lying. And then he towed your going. car again. <laughs> Yeah, he picked it up himself. Said, you know, and you know, this isn't even my job, but I hate you this much. <laughs> Dude, I, I was like, I was like, because I was driving right, and I was a good long distance from the state trip. I saw him like well down the line, so Bro. I let off, I let off the accelerator, and I was like, I'm just gonna start slowing down just because I am speeding a little bit, but not like I was going like 70, 76, 75, in a, in 65? a sixty-five. That's not a little bit. <laughs> What's that? I mean, it's seventy-six in a sixty-five. That's a lot of bit. <laughs> Well, anyway, I mean, yeah. Hold on, you didn't hit your brakes, did you? Because that's just like basically no, 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 no. I didn't them. hit my brakes. I'm not that dumb. Okay, I'm not that dumb. Okay, 
But no, I, but here's the thing, though. I was going with the flow of traffic. It wasn't like I was gunning it past everyone. A likely story. Okay. No, I seriously was. If I was, I would be the first to admit if I was like, I was full blown, just like fucking race car, like hundred miles racer per hour. down the road. Yeah. Or excuse me, 88 like, miles per hour. Right. 88 miles per hour. But yeah, so I, I let off, I left the accelerator. And by the time I passed the state trooper, I was probably doing about 70. And I was like, eh, you know, it would just be, you know, the cherry on top of the shit cake. If the guy pulled out behind me and pulled me over. What happens? He pulls out behind me and he's like riding behind me. I'm like, okay, maybe he's not going to pull me over because we were driving for a while. He didn't flick his lights on. And I was doing like 66 at this point. Like, like he with him driving behind me, he flicks on his lights. I'm of like, course. wow. Are, are you serious right now? <sighs> are you serious? You're, you're kidding. Like you're, you're, you're not actually pulling me over, right? Like, like this isn't happening right now. So I, like, pull- I cut my long hair and everything. <laughs> yeah. So I pull over and, and he's like, um, so yeah, man, I pulled you over cause you were speeding and, uh, I waited a little while cause I wanted to get to some place today before you could pull over, but I'm going to give you a written citation today. And I'm like, dude, dude, like, did you not see the number on my window here? I just got towed on Friday. Like <laughs> they don't care. They don't. I'm like, dude, I was like this close to just getting on my knees and begging the officer. I was like, I'm just like, dude, just please don't do this. Please don't do this. What, so what did you do i did just he just gave me and i had i was on my way like that's just what happened wow, like i told shit. him i got towed he's like i'm sorry to hear that but there you go wow drive dude. safe man for 76 yep. i mean like for 10 miles over 10 miles per hour he, he clocked me doing 75 for 10 miles i over. mean to be safe in ohio i remember never going over 71 it's yeah the, the rule actually rule growing up the rule i heard was eight you're great nine you're mine I never heard that before. I would. Yeah, I would, well, my buddy that six. Yeah, I over. had a buddy in criminal justice who told me about that one. Um, so he's he knows he's in. He's on the inside with the cops. And that's what they. Told I think him. it's right. just like it varies cop to cop, dude. Well, uh, well, here's the thing though. What a lot of people don't know, and I I, I think this is true, but like cops are supposed to decide whether or not they're, they're going to give you a ticket before they even get out of the cruiser. Oh, hmm. yeah. Yep. That's I mean, how it's supposed it, it, to work. It makes sense. That way you can't negotiate your way out, or at least you shouldn't be able to. That's probably how they're trained. Yeah. But right. They're still right. free to do whatever they want. I know right, my, uh, you know what? I'm not going to incriminate anyone. I know someone <laughs> who uh, used uh, cr- the female wiles of crying their eyeballs out to get out of tickets. Yikes. So <laughs> I definitely know that. So someone's a female that narrows it down. Yep. 50%. <laughs> Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. if you so guys I, ever if you guys ever wanted to know how you lose three hundred dollars in a weekend, that's how you do it. I mean, there Man, are other dude, ways. That is, you said it was a medium bad weekend. That's a real bad weekend. And just yeah. last night, I was pissed off because I spent an hour looking for my new AirPods that I had for a week and I couldn't find them. And so I was angry. But your weekend, <laughs> I joke about that, that all the time. It's like, <laughs> dude, you, people are gonna lose those things so much because they're so expensive. So I was really angry, and then I did find them. But after an hour of stressing, and I so my weekend was nothing compared to yours. <laughs> I can't even complain. Yeah, I mean, dude, I was just like, I was la- half laughing, half like screaming. I was like, all right, yeah, sure, okay, great. La- Great, my last... I'm done driving. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, dude, that's so brutal, man. <laughs> my last uh, encounter with police officers in Columbus, I actually got out of a ticket. I'm actually decent at getting out of tickets. Oh, did you use the female wiles? I didn't use my female wiles, but mm-hmm. what I did was like I, I drove a a black uh, 
Honda Accord with like super winded tind- super winded Tindos. Uh huh. <laughs> super <laughs> So so the air couldn't see you. <laughs> super tinted windows. So what I would do is when I got pulled over was I don't recommend this by the way, but like I was on like a, I was on twenty three in Dublin or in Worthington. I mean, and I got pulled over and I didn't pull over right away, but I drove to like some side road and I do not recommend this by the way, but I did not pull over right away, but I, I led him behind this building. Oh, <laughs> and then you no. took out your gat. So bad. No, <laughs> no dude. I'm not admitting any crimes on this podcast <laughs> on the internet, but I, I pulled and I went behind this building and then I pulled over there like off the main road. And then I, put in park and I rolled down all my windows and I put my hands on the steering wheel and I even opened my sunroof. I'm pretty sure. So he could see everything. Right. What? Dude, when you're a minority, you got to be careful, no, bro. He's got a point. Yeah. That's so true. I rolled down all cause they're tinted he can't see nothing. So I rolled down all my windows. I even opened my sunroof, put my hands on the wheel. He comes up behind me. Guess what? The first thing I said was hello officer. <laughs> That's what I did. I said, hello. I was the first one to talk. It's like, and I like took the bass out of my voice. I was like, oh. hello, huh? officer. Hello, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi. How are you today? What did you so, do? And he's like, he's like, why didn't you? And so he goes, why didn't you pull over? And he had his hand on his gun. Yikes. Not out, but it was like on it, right? Like ready to flip it up. And I go, I go, oh, I just wanted to get you out of harm's way. <laughs> <laughs> just looking out oh, for God. you, sir. Just looking. Yeah, I just wanted. I didn't want you to have to get out of your car in the middle of the road. Dude, which, which is what? true. I mean, it's true. The, the the thing is, though, it's like I would at least for me when like I, I've only ever gotten pulled over. OK, three times. First time was a warning and then I two tickets now. Um, And and every time it happens, it's just like it's like it, you almost go into fight or fight or flight response. Not like true, obviously, like not completely, but like something similar. Right. Like I get really nervous. Right, mm-hmm, and you, mm-hmm. you don't you don't always make like the smartest decision. Decision. No, like, you're, 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 not, you're definitely not all stress. there. Yeah, right, for sure. You exactly. definitely don't. You don't have the best judgment there. So that was my judgment. And he goes, "Oh, well, next time you get pulled over, just pull over." And I go, "Okay." And then I hadn't had any points on my license, like or anything. I haven't had any, you know, for years. And so he looked it up. He goes, "Well, we're gonna let you go off with the." He goes, "Oh, he goes, why are you speeding?" Because I was going like thirty and a twenty-five or something like that. I go, oh, bad. I know, dude. And I was like, "Oh, well," I, but it was like, yeah, it was like right behind, like. The police headquarters too is stupid. Okay. Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, he goes, uh, or he goes, why are you, why are you speeding? I'm like, I'm, I'm actually just trying to go to the barber shop before they close, <laughs> which was the truth, mm-hmm. you know. And he goes, he goes, all right. And then he went back. I think he checked my stuff. He saw that I was like squeaky, embarrassingly clean uh, on my record. And then uh, he just gave me my stuff back. He's like, yeah, we'll let you off with the warning. You know, have a good day. Remember what I said, etc. I was like, thank you, sir. And that was the end. But and then your testicles dropped again, and I made sure I made voice. sure he knew that I wasn't like a threat like right away because I don't know I ain't chancing it with cops, dude. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I, I I'm it. low risk when it comes to the, op- the to the police officers, you know. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm a recently graduated uh, college kid, you know. D- don't don't make much you said money. that too. No, it's not, not okay. the money part, but like the I told him I was recently graduated. What, that, what about you, Robert? Uh, knock on wood, any encounters with the popo of the. Of the of the C bus? Nope, not even a little bit. But granted, I've only been driving for about a year now, so see the the crazy thing is I've gotten both of my tickets in the past six months. Bro, <laughs> and before yeah. that, never That's had bad. a single. 
problem. Okay, yeah. you sound like a fast driver, so I'm telling you, if you're driving to Cedar Point next week, so if you get a ticket, then I'm not helping you with that. Yikes. Listen, if I get a ticket at that point, it's just on. That's like just pure stupidity on my part. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be like grandma and it. oh, it's going to take us. Yeah, probably. Oh, does you that sure say like, to Cincinnati first? <laughs> does that say 65? Let's go 50. Let's be yeah, safe. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, it's just honestly, at the end of the day, it was just all really bad luck. It is. That's horrendous, yeah. man. It's just what it is. Like. I mean, okay, maybe, I think the towing thing was probably more of a just a bad, uh, just me bad, bad unobservancy things like that. Negligence, unobservancy. Like I like that. <laughs> unobservancy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they have they have signs posted there. You know, I'm sure it says street sweeping, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and in I his the sign say, make sure you don't have bad unobservancy. <laughs> yeah, right. like did you not see that bad unobservancy sign? I mean, I I, I know it. I've seen it. It's on the corner of bad, the bad unobservancy in your area. Caution. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Like blind people in your area. <laughs> That's me. They need to put a fucking sign in my area for that. Yikes! Oh, good lord! All right, yeah. All right, so um, but that, that's that's my that's my that weekend. Sucks. It's a shitty weekend. So let's brighten up your day, week, whatever. We're talking about some games we've been playing because we haven't done that in like a while. Um, Jack, from what I remember, you said you didn't really get to play much, right? So, uh, no, man, I've been living the uh, working man's life and the hours just go by way too fast and none of the hours include gaming. So it's a sad state of affairs over here. Yeah. I mean, it, we all have those moments, right? Um, Colin, what have what about you? What have you been doing? So uh, <clears throat> a while back, a game that I never got to bring up and I should because it's great is a game called Valkyria Chronicles Remastered. Yo. So Valkyria oh, Chronicles. Snap. <clears throat> Valkyria Chronicles is a game that made a lot of lists for like best JRPG on PS3 and stuff like that, like or at least up there on those lists. And so it was always a game that I was curious about, and I was always planning on picking it up on PS3 because I was sure it was cheap. Then I hear heard they were remastering it, so I, I waited, and so I waited after the remaster came out, and even waited for a price drop on it. Ended up picking it up for like I don't know twenty bucks, um, and wow, it is a awesome game. Um, so basically, the the basis of a game is it's a real, excuse me, a real time strategy game uh, that takes place in a fictionalized version of World War II, where everyone is drawn as a weeaboo anime character, pretty much. <laughs> um, but it goes for a really interesting art style, though. It's got like uh, how how do I best explain it? It's like a, it, it is like the anime, like kind of almost cel shaded, but it has like hand drawn, uh, like an overlay to it. Um, think like the new Berserk a- animation, but actually good. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> no, I, I remember playing that game a while ago. It also has like a lot of Ill- like it feels like an illustrated book almost. Yeah, yeah. They do like vignettes and it's like it all takes place. The story takes place in a literal book and you're going from panel to panel in that book, which is really cool. Yeah. Huh. Um, so you can you can take it little bits at a time and, and they, they do do a good job of breaking it up. To where, like, you're getting a bit of the story, a bit of the story, a bit of the story, and then you go into the battles. But the thing about the battles is, the battles can take you up to an hour, hour and a half, depending on, like, how meticulous you are. Because, I mean, it takes a lot of planning. So you have, like, uh, six different classes, I believe. And this was developed by Sega, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Um, Sega's killing it. Uh, But, yeah, you have about six different classes, and it's a matter of balancing your team with those classes 
that makes the most sense in the situations that you're given. So like if you know you're going to have like a lot of tanks up against you, you want to build your team around like tank busters, which are these dudes with these giant like um they almost look like a like a pole arm, but it's like the it's like, or yeah. like a basically a grenade launcher, like a like a rocket launcher. It, it looks like, like a you know when you go to medieval times and they have those joust things. Yeah, kind of like, like that. that. Kind of like that. Um, I think they call that a lance. Yes. That, oh, there that you go. Word. Yeah. <laughs> that word. Yeah, you know that joust thing. You know the that very famous thingy. fire emblem weapon the, triangle the sword beats joust thing. thing? <laughs> <laughs> joust a thing lance. beats sword. But so yeah, joust it, thing a lot. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that. Um, but yeah, between that and like actual gunplay, it, it's a really fun game. So, so the way the battle works is like different from anything I've ever seen. So the way it works is like whatever scenario you're in, you're shown like a, like a like a top down version of the map, and all of your characters on your team and all the characters on the opposing team are represented by icons that represent what their classes are for each character. And so. You basically click on whatever whatever uh, character you want to move on your team, and then it takes you down into a third person over the shoulder view, and then you have like a limited like a limited movement bar is how it works. So you got to like move within the amount of movement it gives you, and put your character into position in order to attack the enemy characters. Yeah, and then it it turns into like almost a third person shooter there for a second, right? Right, basically, um, yeah, a watered down version of yeah. it, but yeah. to where like you don't really have to have like too much skill in it. You kind of like you aim at the enemy, and it'll tell you how much uh, each area on their body will do damage wise, and then you just hit the button, and the character does that damage or whatever. Let me just verify: this is a remaster remake of the original Valkyria Chronicles. So yeah, it's a re- it's a remaster of Valkyria Chronicles for PS3 now on PS4. Robert, remaster. it's also have on you Steam. played this? Okay, it yeah. is on Steam. Yeah. yeah, I have it on Steam. Have you played it, Robert? I played Valkyrie. I've played like the first two, three hours of it way back in the day. Okay. So I'm kind of familiar with it, but I also don't know how it goes. I played eight to like nine years ago when it first came out on PS3, and I played a bunch of it. I played like 20 hours or so of it. And man, it's the an art easy style game. is so cool. It is. It's wait. an easy game, or not an easy game, but like an easy game to sink a lot of time into, rather. It is fun, man. Yeah, if it you're is. a fan of uh, Final Fantasy tactics or just games or Ogre Battle, like things like that, like, man, it is a really good one of those. It's unique. The music was good. I love the World War II kind of aesthetic of it and just the feel and like the marching, the marching drums kind of music. Man, that is a really good game. I think the character design stands out. And too bad, like, the series has kind of fallen off since then. But, man, that first game had some really good moments. I didn't get to the real crazy magical, like, blue fucking bitch shit. Like, <laughs> the blue <laughs> bitch shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that bad chick, whatever. Like, I can't even remember. I never I, got I to that I haven't gotten part. that far yet, so yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure. But um, they have released two other games or are releasing one other game now. Valkyria so they came 4. out with Valkyria Revolution, which got pretty bad reviews. Apparently it's not yeah, a very good game. Yeah. Um, and then they're coming out with Valkyria Chronicles 4 this year here in the U.S., which I guess we didn't get two and three over here stateside. Mm, I, so, I wish I was more optimistic for that. I mean, I'm I'm hoping it's good. I really am. Yeah. I want we'll we'll see good. if it's a mainline in the series. I, I mean, if it's at least as good as Remastered, I'll, I'd be willing to play it because Remastered, I, I'm enjoying a lot right now. Um, but yeah, like some of the, the story can be pretty quirky though. Sometimes there's literally a part where like, oh yeah, mom and dad left us a tank in our inheritance. Like, yeah, that tank <laughs> is an integral part. A tank. <laughs> that <laughs> tank is an integral part to a gameplay too. Like yeah. the yeah. tank gameplay is awesome. It's hilarious. And to my dearest son, I leave him my tiger tank. 
that I left in my yeah. garage that my I've been Panzer. working on all summer. <laughs> I'm a fucking pa- World War II Panzer tank. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember one time there is a there is like a tank in front of the VFW in like Pickerington or something like that in Columbus. And I remember the band I was in at the time, Shatterface. This is so embarrassing. Nice. Shatterface. Good- what a dude, such an edge name. I love it. <laughs> we we, uh, we thought it was such a great idea to go take pictures by this tank. Edgy. <laughs> like band photos, dude. Like band photos. It's so cringy to think about, but dude, hey. that's like you know, like Shadow the Hedgehog, the game. Was it you ever that was telling me this? Yeah, out the edge. Is like this. Yes, <laughs> out the edge, dude. Out the edge. Cron- but listen, is is Valkyria Chronicles on iOS? Because like, man, iPad would be awesome with it. Yo, like, this know. would be a great game for iOS, though. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you're I making me want to reinstall it on Steam, though, and actually like try to play through it. Same, dude. Definitely, I love... like at, at least take a night and play th- play through at least dude, a little bit of it. It's the, a lot of fun. The it art really style is. holds up incredibly well, I think, and the music is great, and the gameplay is great. Like, there's, v- I have very few complaints about that game. Yeah, I, what I will say though is it is pr- it can be pretty damn unforgiving. Oh yeah, like once you because I was in a I think it's like the burst the first real boss fight you get into with the dude that has like the ultra tank I forget the dude's name you um, gotta watch every step yeah like oh, one yeah, wrong 100%. turn is is not a good way to go and, yeah, and yeah that way I, com- I, I forget I completely fucked up uh, where I placed my tank buster characters and so I put them on because the, the map was like split up by a body of water and like I had my tank busters on like the north side of the map whereas they should I should have put them south because now they're taking an eternity they had to go back around the other side of the map to get Yikes. to the actual boss Whoops! so I screwed myself I spent an hour and a half in this battle an hour and a half yep that's yeah. some shit and I ended up getting my ass beat at the last second that sucks but man it's still it's, it's a great game it's oh, honestly yeah. one of my favorite games from that era it really is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, Valkyria Chronicles by Sega. Go check it out, guys. Man, you know, I I mean, I've also got a Sega game that I wanted to talk about. So apparently we're just praising Sega right now. Hey, man, um, Sega's killing, actually, according to gamesindustry.biz, Sega's uh, overall profit or revenue, one of the two, is up by 30%, despite the fact that they didn't release all the games they intended to this past year. Because of Yakuza? I think Yakuza had a huge hand in it, honestly. I agree. And after beating Yakuza 6... I, I can say, like, holy crap, do I recommend that game to any and everyone ever on the planet. Like, yes. Dude. Yakuza 6 is, a, <sighs> 6 is a sick game, boy. Yeah, and, okay. So, I I went, like, my opinion of the Yakuza series went from, oh, Colin loves that game, all right, to, oh, I mean, that looks interesting, it seems funny, but I probably won't buy into it, to playing the Yakuza 6 demo and being like, okay, I'm in. I'm, I'm pre-ordering Yakuza 6. And then I played it for three days and then God of War came out and then I just I only played God of War because why wouldn't you? And you guys both beat that game now? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I've I beaten God of War, which also ends pretty well. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, but Yakuza 6 is pr- kind of my favorite game right now this year wow what? like i i kind of like the story even more than god of wars i can see it yeah it's wow it's crazy it's insane it ends on like an amazing finale with so much like oh shit moments that's pretty much the whole story really but my experience with it was like have you guys like you guys have played open world games right you know how you kind of get to that point like we're you know okay the side stuff is fun but like let's just critical path it and like do the story because i'm sick of the side stuff right Right. you guys you guys know that feeling yeah 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 
With Yakuza 6, it was more like the main story is so good that I want to critical path it because I want to see the end. Despite how much I want to go sing karaoke and like play mahjong and throw I'm darts. Sorry, sing, I'm sorry, sing what? Karaoke. <laughs> what? That's that's how karaoke? you That's how you say it in Japanese. Oh gosh. Yeah. Look, look, I mean, look at how the word spell. There's no, there's no there's no where's the e come in at? Like karaoke. Karaoke. Like, I'm just yeah, saying when I hear that karaoke, it's just like, come on, man. I, we know what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> you, karaoke. Do you mean norebang? You want me to use Korean now? Oh man! All right, keep going. The weeb factor has escalated. It, it, ha- it always the weeb, it's the always weeb levels on, on this podcast are too damn high. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, it, it's it's a feeling I don't think I've had often in open world games because usually I'm like, okay, I'm sick of this side shit. But it's more like no matter like it, for me, it was like I so badly want to do it, but I I need the story more, and huh. I I critical path it for like twelve hours straight. Like, that's how long it took me to get to... I mean, my first playthrough took me 21-ish hours to get to the end of the story. Um, so that's including some side stuff. And then I spent time after that just going through other side stuff. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's it's a game where you don't need to go through the old ones to, like, enjoy the story. I think you'd enjoy more callbacks, right? And, like, you'd understand... You have a deeper understanding of the story. But I don't feel like I, my experience suffered because I didn't know the original games. Okay. Yeah. And they give you like a thing to like go back and see, read all the stories, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Which I to. did. Okay. Well, Did that take a long time? It took me like a good 10 minutes. There's a lot of text. Wait, 10 minutes for one game story or like all of it together? Kind of all of it together, I think. Oh, that's not bad at all. 10 minutes, that is... That's Cliff Notes level. Yeah, the, what I will say though, like the intimidating part of of uh, Yakuza lore, more so than anything, is keeping track of all the characters because they there is a so large many. roster, so many. Yeah, but they're but they're all for the most part pretty interesting. Yeah, like they're all pretty well written characters. That's what I've seen pretty consistently throughout the Yakuza games that I've played. Yeah, so. it's it's definitely the kind of game where like when I've talked about Yakuza Six with Colin off air because Colin, you, you're still not that far into the game, right? No, I just hit like chapter three. So right, so he he's talking three. about these characters, and I literally can't say anything because I know so much more about these characters that happens as the story goes on. Or if I even say one small thing, it'd be like a big spoiler about what what's going to happen with the characters. If that makes sense, mm. right? And and but the, the 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 writing for these characters is so good that. I can just I can remember a character's name and I can actually place the character the character's name to like all the things that happen in the games that I've played with them like Shimano Shibusawa Kiryu Akiyama Nishiki like I can I can tell you something about every single one of those characters for sure like that, that's how well the the game is written its characters like so. one of them sleeps with two pandas staring at them from Ikea <laughs> yeah yeah that's Yudai he you get to you die in this up. game you get to beat Who him dies? Up in this game who dies? Yeah. I died. Okay. You died. I died of laughter. Ah. Okay. Um, and I, I do want to plug, I did write a review for Yakuza 6 at GameLuster.com. If you want to go check so that out, fair. it's GameLuster.com. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really Go have... play Yakuza, damn it. That's what we're saying. Game Race did a video called, why are you not playing Yakuza or whatever you said. You I need think, to play Yakuza. I, I think I, uh, I'm going to stick with Yakuza 0. Mm. It seems to play, be yeah, the play 80s that one. one. Play, you cannot, 80s you one? cannot go wrong with Yakuza 0. I, yeah. I did go back. I'm, I'm starting to play Kiwami now. I'm a couple hours into that. And I mean, it's good. Story's pretty solid. But um, 
I'm still feeling like, man, I, I miss the like quality of life improvements in the engine of Yakuza six. Yes. Like yeah. that, that stuff is killing me. And I think Yakuza zero is in the old engine as well. Right. Or is that in the six engine? Um, Yakuza, well, no zero is in, in the old engine as well. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because, uh, Kiwami and, uh, zero were released on PS3 in Japan. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I don't know why I was just thinking about this. Well, I was just kind of thinking about how we've discussed earlier on the show that <clears throat> it's just so crazy that like um, Monster Hunter and Yakuza and and Dragon Ball are like you know kind of like the most talked about games right now. Or, Dude, it's or the war, year early part of the year. It's the year of Japan right now, man. I mean, mm-hmm. aside from God of War, it's been mostly Japanese games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really has. Well, let me break so. that mold. Then let's talk about a French game. Oh, um, I think this is something we all played, and I just figured like might as well talk about it more on the podcast right beyond good and evil beyond two souls oh no jk the demo for detroit become human all right didn't we all play that i forgot i almost forgot wow yeah Yeah, i played that a couple times i did the thing Mm -hmm. yep that's all all right uh (laughs) i mean honestly but honestly though like in all seriousness it's a david cage game (laughs) it is a david ass cage it's it's the same it's the same thing you know honestly like it based on the demo that i played for the most part it's basically like it's basically another like heavy rain type game like you know you know exactly what you're going to get control wise right yeah and i i definitely think it's just a more like streamlined kind of like better feeling version of those type of games right um Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's definitely like a lot of tropes there right like if you kind of still like barely move the controller when you're supposed to move the character you like stays paused where <laughs> where he is in the mid motion and then if you let go he kind of like reverses back really yeah. awkwardly <laughs> but like i mean definitely still a david cage game through and through not that i, I haven't enjoyed it i love david cage games i mean so. what i really appreciated about this demo is like i've I played through heavy rain i played through beyond two souls i don't think in game we've ever seen like a flow chart of like this is all the stuff you can do and these are the outcomes of your actions right right and um it was really interesting seeing that in this one scene and i really hope that all the other scenes in the main game have something similar right right like i don't think we can expect every scene to have as many like branching paths and outcomes as this one maybe oh yeah they won't i think i think you could I mean, I feel like there's some scenes that are just like straightforward, like they're presenting you with information. Like here's our straight up exposition. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really want more scenes to have this kind of like level of branch ability because I think mm. that's one of the faults of like some of his previous games is that there's a lot of what feels like branching paths, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like only a few real final options to most scenes. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah. And it's interesting seeing here, like you can. Like I mean, I guess like they played this at E3, right? Like last year, this exact same. Yeah, this scene. is the exact demo that they showed. Right. Yep. So you're you're playing as Connor. You're exploring a crime scene, and you gather evidence, and then you're trying to stop that android from, you know, like, like he's on the edge of a building with like the daughter, and he has a gun. You're trying to like negotiate. Right. And, you lied to me, Connor. Yeah. You lied and, to me. I don't know. I. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Um, and I'm really excited to see like wh- how other scenes are going to play out. Right. I think they're going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I think, I think this game definitely has the potential to be the best David Cage game. 
so for far. Sure. Like the I, I, the general concept, at least for me personally, is something that really appeals to me. The whole idea of like AI and androids having human rights, right? Yeah, that's 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 a really big thing in in, in sci-fi that they touch upon. And I, I just think there's endless amounts of like possibilities that could be explored with with that basis, right? So the idea that they're doing the whole like you know androids do a revolution thing and and fight for their own rights is is a really cool concept. Based on the demo, I think that this is gonna like have the best writing, the best acting, maybe out of all the games. Um, Are you saying you didn't like Willem Dafoe's acting beyond two? Well, souls? and what then? That's what I was about to say. With the exception of like Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page in and of themselves, I think gave really good performances in Beyond Two Souls because they are professional actors, right? I, yeah. I mean, Willem Dafoe played Willem Dafoe as a character pretty well. Like that, that game goes some weird places, man. It does. No, it totally does. Like the writing is absolutely bonkers when you look at it. Like it goes. I mean, all over the place. Did, did anyone else while playing Beyond Two Souls like kind of subconsciously add at the end of every one of Willem Dafoe's lines like Spider Man? <laughs> you said you did that. Spider-Man. That's what I did like, the whole time. I, I, I couldn't not. I can't remember. So um, does this game after you see the outcome? See, I like how they break out the flow chart for you to see like what's possible when and where, etc. I can't remember though. Did they show a percentage of like what percent players? You know, do which outcome, or do you think Wait, they I will they for did. the last game? I didn't. I, I, I don't remember seeing I, it. I thought I, I did. Can't Maybe okay. I'm, I don't know. I thought I. I, I mean, sworn they, I saw they should if they're not. I, I mean, sworn I saw like play a lot of players pick this decision in this situation. But I blah, played blah, blah, blah. it. I played it like four or five times, and I was trying to get like opposite, you know, like different outcomes. And I got two out of playing it four times. I only got two outcomes, hmm. and it was upset. It was not upsetting. It was like. But it was really annoying to me that I didn't know how to get, like, the other pathways to unlock. So it was, like, a source of frustration more than, like, anything else. Gotcha. I I think what it was, because I got three different outcomes, I think, across the four times I played. Uh, I think what it is, is, like, you know how as you're going through and then as you negotiate with the guy, there's, like, that thing, like, chances of success up 83% or, Mm -hmm. like, down 69%, right? Right. Um, I think that's what it's checking the most. And then based on, like, kind of the more f- final decisions that you make, it checks, like, what the chances of success are. Wow, I stumbled through that. Um, like, for example, I got up to 100% before. And then I said, like, just put the gun down and we can talk about this. And then he did and he complied and it was, like, fine. Right? And then, then he shot in the face with a sniper. Yeah. Um, and then he, he dies. Um, oh, I don't think I got that one. I, that's the one I got. Was right. the one and, he, he and then there's one the I did where I was like just going for like the lowest success rate possible. Got like 32 percent, and it ended up with uh, the guy trying to shoot the girl, and then Connor tackles him off the like building, and like pushes the girl toward the you know like safety. Can the girl die? Is there any outcome where the girl dies? I didn't see one, but maybe? I didn't see one either. And I was like, there should be right. Like that's absolutely a possibility. Yeah. Right. Not I'm, trying to be dark. I'm just saying like, if there's no way that she can die, then it kind of, right. The stakes are a lot lower. Right. It, yeah. it loses. It's, it's, you know, you know what I mean? Tense, I don't want her. I mean, I don't want to yeah. see that. I'm just saying, you know, if, they, right. if they're really going to go for this or are they going to just, you know, uh, uh, sand down all the edges to the game, but child abuse, Jack, can't have what can't have that in my video games because it's a it's a medium that's not like movies it's yeah weird. we shouldn't talk about child abuse because it doesn't happen jack yeah so the only two outcomes i got i'm just gonna skip over that guy <laughs> the, only two, the two outcomes i got was uh where the girl's fine and then you shove him over and you go and you die too or 
can you die or an android, right? Oh, and then the other one was where I shot him in the head, I'm pretty sure. Nice. And those are the two. That was it. Clutch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still for, excited. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And I think maybe part of the reason that maybe we're thinking like, oh, maybe it doesn't have stakes is that we played that scene multiple times, right? But I feel like mm-hmm. once you get the whole game, I mean, at least for my first playthrough, I'm not, I don't plan on being like, you know, after playing one scene, like, okay, let me replay it like 20 times, see all my outcomes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'd want to play through the whole story, keeping the decisions I've made to see how it affects the future arcs of the story. Right. It's it's a choose your own adventure game, essentially. Right. Right. But I'm excited. The one thing I hate about it is like, I hate that the right stick is both rotate the camera and interact. That's bad. That's design. really bad game design. They need to fix that. Dude. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like that's the worst this game. They're always like that. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's like something that's weird. A, there's always one little thing. Like usually, the way they do the controls in David Cage games, are, I'm okay with because they do one thing that's like really interesting, and then one thing that's really shitty. Like in Heavy Rain, do you remember how if you hold the left stick any direction, your character doesn't move; they just look in that way, and then you have to hold down R2 to actually get them to move. Oh yeah, you had gosh. to hold down the trigger in order to actually move the character. Right. Yeah. And, and, wasn't there like six axis control in that game too? I feel like I remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, for like quick was. time events. Ugh. Like brushing your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking, you know, like going to brush my teeth with my... Dude, my, this my game should be shock. in VR. I think that'd be cooler. Like like RE7 this. I think this game would be dope in VR. It I would think be. it'd be sweet. And even in Heavy Rain, the guy had a VR headset on, remember? Yeah, well, you, wasn't you, that you remember AR? that... Yeah, I think it was more AR. All right, know. whatever. But anyway, <laughs> point point being, that would be dope. Where you could like have your office and you could just like change it in anything you want to explore, like a like a crime scene. How dope would that be? There needs be to be so a VR. Awesome. You you should be able to play this game completely beginning to end in VR if you so choose. I think it like Resident cool, Evil. Yeah. That would be cool. David Cage. Oh. What are you doing? They're putting. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the ads, but they're putting in Alexa functionality with this game. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know how. That's creepy. It is weird. I don't. I don't understand. Like, what is it like? Alexa, do digital something, digital talk, or whatever dude. The ever called? since that bug came out, where Alexa is creepily laughing at you out of the blue, fuck that. Squeeze me. <laughs> Have you heard about this? You don't know about this. No. Are you serious? Okay, this happened like like a month or so ago. There's a bug in Alexa, so you'll have her like right, like chilling in your house, and you'll just be walking around like I don't know, getting coffee or like you know, getting ready to leave for the day, and you'll just hear all of a sudden unsolicited. You'll just hear, <laughs> Jesus, uh, <laughs> Alexa well, will like creepily laugh, dude, at, at random. Throw it's it like, in the trash. Yeah, f- fucking burn it in the fire. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. like, some... Fucking let the demons out, dude. Like, hell no. Dude, like, I feel like Alexa would be one of those. It, like, you'd be like, have one of those scenes in a horror movie. You throw Alexa away and like you close the trash can and you look and the camera pans back up and Alexa's still sitting there in your counter. Right. And then it starts talking. <laughs> Why did you throw me away, Colin? Yeah, yeah. You wake up. Then, oh, dude, there is a stupid horror teen movie in all of this somewhere. Yeah. But, uh. But no, can you imagine that? Hell no. So that was all I need to hear. I'll never have one of those in my house. Man, and now I want to throw mine away. Fuck that. Bro. Mine's like do you, two feet away from me right now. Do you use yours a lot? I, I really only use it to set up alarms. <laughs> I just just yell at <laughs> really? it and be like, hey, wake me up at this time. You don't like asking the weather or anything like that? So what I do sometimes. With, my, with my Apple Watch is really actually pretty useful. I have it change the colors of the lights in my living room. Oh, nice. To like whatever I want. And it's like, it does a good job. It's pretty uh, pretty impressive because you can say stuff. Like, you don't have to just say general colors. You can be descriptive. You can be like, oh, uh, 
you know, turn it, uh, turn the living room forest green and it'll do it. Or you could say like fuchsia or you could say like, you know, like rose Whoa. gold. Do you have you like say stuff like that? Do you have like Phillips hues? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's awesome. Hmm. Okay. Um, I've got no more games on my list. I think that wraps us up for gaming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Feels so, good. Feels good, boys. Yeah. So, I am looking forward to the gaming I, I want to say I am looking forward to that game. Um, I don't know how great I feel about paying $60 for it, though. I'm gonna. It's a wait and see game for me, though. Um, like I, I'm, I feel good about it, but like it's a wait and see game. No, de- definitely not a day one game for me. Man, for- people were so hyped during uh, PlayStation Experience. Like if they had released it that week, I think it would have really helped sales. I don't know. I'm, I'm like in on it. I'm going in day one because I, I freaking love David Cage games, even though they're not all that great. They're just you know, they're- no, they're fun as hell. I mean, especially <sighs> if you want to sit there and do a drinking game I, while you I, play. I think that uh, Beyond Two Souls was a bit of a step down from Heavy Rain. Agreed. Uh, so, so at we'll least see. overall story, story wise, because that's the thing though. It's like Heavy Rain. The acting was kind of awkward and kind of B movie esque in some places. Sean, a, in a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, uh, like Ethan's parts were kind of really weird. Yeah, yeah. I you're- the dude who played uh, 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 the, the the detective. What's his name? Uh, oh man, oh I don't remember the detective's name. Uh, Shelby, Detective Shelby. Oh yeah, I was thinking of the FBI um, guy. The he like the dude who played him was really good. I thought that, I that's um, the thing that he has not gotten by David Cage is he hasn't been able to release a game minus unintentional humor. <laughs> right, and, and that's exactly I mean? it. Yeah, yeah, because like um yeah like like I said that game had mostly awkward acting, but the st- overall story was pretty damn good. But you get to be on two souls where you have Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page essentially carrying the acting front because they're pretty damn right. good. But the right. story in some points is just so crazy out of whack. Yes. Like, do you remember the part in the desert where you're getting chased by a giant ghost skull? Yeah, that's like, some what shit. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, he's, he's just going way too Kojima, I think, in certain parts. I think, I guess, man. Like, a game, the game is all over the place. You look at two different, two screenshots from that game, and they look like two different, two completely different games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, is, sure. it goes weird places. Yep, cool. All right. So we've got something interesting planned for the latter half of our show, actually. So instead of talking about news, what we've decided is we're going to air our our grievances, our perhaps maybe unpopular opinions, some might say, about games in general. Um, I the don't kind think- of things where if you scream them to a bunch of video game fans, you'd have to duck because things are getting thrown at your head. Right. Um <laughs> So I don't I don't really know if I have a system for this if we're gonna round robin or just like someone throw something out. I, I feel I feel like if we do like you know we we go round table here I think I think it'd go pretty decent. Let, okay, let's start with some completely random news though since we're not talking about news. I did want to bring up one thing. Okay. They're making a Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> did you guys see this? Is it called Jurassic and World? Fucking no! It's coming out like this year too, and fucking Mila Jovovich is starring what? in it. Yes, uh, and what? and the director for the Resident Evil movies is doing it. Like he's uh, ruining yet another what? Capcom franchise. Capcom, I'm excited. why? Oh, I'm so excited Capcom, now. Capcom, why? And then the Monster sequel, Hunter. Monster Hunter Underworld. I mean, to to be fair, I mean, there's not really an overarching story, really, though, for the Monster Hunter games. I mean, kind of there is. There's, there's some vague dude. lore there, but like the thing is. I don't think it's going to get flamed as much for the writing part of it. Do we Has she think- done anything good since Lilu in Fifth Element? Has she done anything good? Do, well, I, my question is, do we think that uh, Uma Thurman's going to make a cameo? I don't. I don't. Hmm. Make Uma it Thurman's even better, though. I, yeah. I mean, 
Oh, oh and by the way, uh, they, they just announced uh, uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for Switch. Yeah. A oh, port, snap. A port of a 3DS game to Switch. Yeah. Not, not that excited, but Didn't hey. I no, but at least that? we're getting a Monster Hunter game on Switch, though. Didn't I, mean, I call was... that like months ago? I feel like, oh, maybe. Maybe it wasn't on the well, show. Well, we were talking about Monster Hunter Double Cross possibly coming stateside. Which okay. would be cool. But. Yeah, which would be cool. Um, everyone says it's even better than generations that have played it, like you know, with with translation on hand. Yeah. Uh, I but yeah, okay. so I mean, it's still cool that we're getting a port, another portable uh, uh, Monster Hunter game with a second joystick. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm I'm still waiting on Monster Hunter World for PC. That's that's when I plan on jumping in. Oh, it's only what August is when August. it comes out. Three more months. Wow, only yeah, three more months. Hmm. If there's no delay. Um, so so with yeah. the segment since it's off the rails already, like who yep. should go first? Should I just go? Sure, go punch it. Yeah, Dude, go okay. First. My unpopular video game opinion. I'm gonna. I'm, I got a. I got a few here, but I'm gonna call Uno, and okay. I'm gonna throw this out there. The Last Guardian doesn't look or play very well. Doesn't look good and doesn't play very well. I I was never interested in that game, and it's very sad to me because it's coming off of. Uh, Shadow, Shadow Colossus. Colossus. It's Trico. It took twelve years to make. It was mm-hmm. like it led multiple, multiple, multiple E threes. It headlined. It was like the banger of the year, and it has disappointed me. And it's one of the biggest disappointments of the PlayStation Four. And now with the remaster of Shadow of Colossus Four, there's like or Shadow of Colossus. There's like <laughs> no reason to go back to it. So that's my own f- popular first opinion, and I'm sure that you guys are gonna get mad at my other ones too. Um. So, okay, if, if I would be the closest thing on this podcast to a Team Miko apologist, oh shit. <laughs> um. But I I don't think I could go all the I couldn't I couldn't sit there and ardently defend, uh, uh, the Last Guardian. I was gonna sit Trico. I don't know why. The fact um, that I fell off it is telling, man, because I played the other ones multiple times. I played yeah, well, Eco here's the and thing. I actually I times. like the Last Guardian, and I play it full well, like keeping in the back of my head that this is a game that took 12 years to develop, right? And so, like, I, I'm aware that, like, this is how a Team Eco game kind of controls, right? I know I've already heard that Trico isn't the most responsive, but, um, I mean, I and it, it certainly doesn't look as good as it possibly could because, I mean, they're basically taking an up... It's basically an up PS3 it's, game. It looks like a PS3 game that's being brute-forced, you know, fps through a PS4. Yeah, and that's and I actually believe it or not, I don't have much of a problem with your criticisms of the game. <laughs> I I mean, yeah. uh but yeah, like I kind of I partially agree, but I'm I'm enjoying what I've played of it so far anyway, but I haven't gotten back to play it all the way through yet. So you so. haven't even pe- played all the way through. No, like, and, we both I mean, I guess fell that, off it. That's crazy. Yeah, we I guess that in and of it. itself that says something, but I do plan on coming back and beating it. I, I would I, love I, to it yeah. will happen. Yeah, it's a bucket list game for me now, but it's like also no one is looking forward to the next team eco game it's just well because no one knows if it's even going to happen like because they're just yeah, they but, take so long but after last guardian now everyone's like oh i guess Shilver i think they still have another good game in them i just i don't i, I mean i just I don't hope know. this next development cycle won't be as in, in much turmoil as much I, turmoil as the last one was that might have been their last game oh i hope i'm wrong the but last it might have been yeah, I mean, I don't want it to be. I think they they have a good vision for games like Shadow of the Colossus is still one of my favorite games of all time, and and playing the remaster or the remake has only cemented that. But I mean, I think they they have the possibility there. They just need to they just need to take a step back and do do a lot more planning. 
uh, on how they go about developing games or something like that. Let, I don't know. Let, let's keep the train exactly. rolling. Someone else go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I was just going to say, I didn't even buy Last Guardian. I'm kind of very mad dang. about it. Are you dang. into any Team Eco games, though? Um, I mean, I'm someone who didn't think Shadow of the Colossus was all that, so maybe that's my unpopular opinion. But. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty unpopular. That's pretty damn unpopular. <laughs> yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's that's what kind of sucks about this like unpopular opinion thing. When it comes to Team Eco, like, I understand why people would have qualms with those games, so I'm not going to sit here and ardently defend them. Um, I don't understand. No, I don't really understand why people wouldn't like Shadow of the Colossus. I don't understand well, that. I, well, if you sit there and talk shit about the soundtrack, then I might, I might murder you. But da, like, da, 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 yeah, come on. The, the soundtrack to Shadow is at least you have to admit it's fire. I need yeah. to go back and play that some more. In HDR, yeah. it's so sexual. Oh okay. yeah, it's great. It's so. So what's good. your mm. what's your actual one, Robert? My actual one. Yeah. Huh. I've, I've got some real fun ones um let's let's go for like maximum fun these are hold on but these are you're not we're not playing devil's advocate here where these are like airing out our dirty laundry right we're not just right right out. these are like all true like, this is, like, like these are all our personal feelings no, yeah, right we're not just yeah, finding yeah. those comfortable things say yeah okay. no I'm not, I'm not trying to ju- i mean it is no, partially, we're, not, we're not trolling we're not trolling. Like, like it's partially a joke but also like i'm kind of serious about it shadow okay. the hedgehog wasn't that bad <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, well, here's the thing. Real. I've always heard it's so fucking bad that I've never actually played the damn thing. Like, it's so, not as bad as and you Sonic hope to 06. get a job in the gaming industry one day with these opinions. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I can literally hear your career tanking at this very moment. <laughs> look, look. Rip Robert Scarpinito in the I, games industry. He never I was. Would, oh I would gosh. never in a billion years recommend that game to any living, breathing human being. But I did play it more than once. And I've been like, you know, I mean, I've had worse. I could do worse things. It's just I a mean, sad it, thought. It's just. Sad. It, I mean, is it sad? Is, is it Sonic 06 bad, though? Like, no, it's not as bad as yeah. that, IMO. I get that maybe if you play a lot of Sonic games and it's not the worst Sonic game, but that it, the bar is super low there. Like Sonic yeah. has almost never been good. Almost never been good. No, I, I agree. But I don't know. There's. There, Wow. I, I don't know. There's just something like entertaining to me in, in the way that I guess like watching the room is entertaining of watching Shadow okay. the Edgehog saying, damn, for the first time in front <laughs> You're of You're tearing me apart, Dude, Shadow. That reminds me. <laughs> that reminds me of when I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the first time in theaters, the live action one. And Raphael like the said, original live action yes, one. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And Raphael said, damn. In the movie, and I was a kid. And I was like, oh, he said the D word. Oh, he said the D word. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> my mom, is my mom watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worried I was going to be in trouble from an adult when when Raphael said damn. Yeah. Anyways, but I don't know. I mean, like they're, they're like okay. So I recently watched. I mean, recently like a couple months ago, but I recently watched a Shadow the Hedgehog speed run which is broken as hell by the way but like just watching it i it reminded me of so much like oh yeah there were like branching paths in the story there were like good and bad there were like six endings to that game wow you know just shit that like you forget because it's not a good game <laughs> wow I don't okay know. guys I we don't really have a good breath. game but can the writing department do anything special to make this semi okay uh we can make, make him say damn <laughs> we can we can make him say damn so it works yeah it works print it oh, man. ship it <laughs> Is, is that where they base Reaper off of? <laughs> Overwatch, <laughs> yeah. See, actually, in the uh, alpha testing, when Reaper does his alt, they actually originally had him say "damn, damn, damn," <laughs> and then they decided, eh, maybe that's too edgy. Oh, Let's man. just have him say "die." I'm ready to hear Collins. Okay, so 
Oh, God. Okay. So, Knack is actually good. <laughs> you guys! <laughs> I can't believe I'm friends with you. This might change by the end of the show. Okay. Are you serious, dude? Okay, donkey. No, not Explain. At all. I can't say it with a straight face. I was just trying to like. I was like, I'm going to say this. Just the fuck with these guys, and I can't. I just can't. I can't commit. I don't know. Maybe Nag Two's a little bit better, but who gives a fuck? Like, okay. Okay. Wow. Oh God. So, did you have an actual one, or is that? It? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the Last of Us is an okay game. Oh my gosh. Now let me let me expound. Let me expound. Fantastic. One of my favorite video game stories of all time. Gameplay was not that great. I agree. No, I mean I agree. Gameplay was just not I mean think I mean think about it. it. It's like it's not bad. It's not inherently terrible, but it's just like I don't think it's really anything that groundbreaking. It reminded you know, me of I, I feel Man like Hunt. I feel like it, it, somebody just took I mean, they basically just took Uncharted and made it a slightly more stealthy game instead of a third-person shooter. Oh, and they added ladders. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminded me of Manhunt. It reminded me of uh, Uncharted. Yeah, you know, I mean, no, it's not great, like, groundbreaking gameplay, but it's it's what it needed to be. I don't know. I, I thought... I never thought the gameplay felt bad. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's it feels like inherently bad. I will say the melee combat feels really good. There's a lot of impact there because it I, looks like you're just kicking the shit out of people. But I, I just I think, don't think it's like I don't think a gameplay wise, like I, I definitely think the, the narrative for sure is like carrying it the most in the I art think direction. There's a bunch of encounters that are memorable to me and like some of them are terrifying. Like the upside down thing. Like the one where you're in the basement. I can't the know hotel. If you guys remember yeah. with the uh, with like the water, I think, of the ground. Like, dude, yeah. that was the, horrific. The one in the snowstorm. You know the one I'm talking about? No. You're playing as Ellie. Yeah, you are oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. There's yeah. all kind I don't know, man. So all right. I would gladly play that game again if I had infinite hours, I, but uh yeah, same. I mean, I just like the story that that much, and it's and it's beats and stuff. But I just don't think the gameplay is just anything. Anything. I'm that's looking all forward to the gameplay in the sequel. So that's I am how 100% I feel about looking forward to the Last of Us Two, and I can't wait for them to talk about it. E3 2018. Oh my god, I almost he, forgot what year it is. I didn't. I didn't mind the crafting elements. I thought they handled that pretty well. Um, I don't know, man. I don't I, have. They could have did more with it. I just. I guess that's all I'm getting at. They, there, there was. They could have. Yeah, it's not more. Monster Hunter levels. That's for sure. No. Thank no. God. No. Okay. Here's mine, guys. All Kirby games are overpriced. Let me do you one better. All Kirby games are bad. Nah, I mean, they're not great. The first Kirby's great, I think. I, I just I think, think they I just don't think nothing. they should be charging full price for any Kirby game. They just don't I've, seem to be deep enough. I mean, I grow me in the comments, but I just don't think there there's not really anything that's super appealing to me about the Kirby games. I thought you guys would be Nintendo fanboys here on this. I don't know. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I mean, Kirby's just never a series that was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for know. that next Kirby game. I can't wait to right. pre-order it. And, and I know if, I, a couple of people that, that are like that. I do. Really? But I'm just like, I just don't. Yeah, I know like, a small handful I, of people like what that. What I hate about Kirby is that it hasn't innovated much since, like, what, Adventures in Dreamland? I don't know. The newest game is four-player co-op. I think it's kind of interesting. Is it, though? I mean, it is. But, like, does yeah. that does that make it better? Or it's kind of it- like four-player. Listen, it's kind of like four-player co-op where you have, like, Mega Man powers. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. And each I mean, one what I'm saying, I don't power. think, I just don't know that it's doing anything crazy innovative as a platform, right? at it least isn't. anymore. And and here's, yeah, the, wow. here, 
here's something too. I played the demo of the recent one, Star Allies, and I got to a point where I got like the four teammates. And when you're playing a solo, they're just like their AI teammates. And I would just move Kirby around and they would kill all the enemies for me. I didn't have to swing my sword or shoot a fireball once. Literally, my allies did it all for me. I did not realize this was going to be a Kirby hate fest. <laughs> even even the fucking final boss of the first level. I just, I just fucking swam in the air. The last Kirby it. game I played was Kirby's Epic Yarn on Wii. I think that game is awesome. But okay, that you, one was you literally cannot die. You literally cannot die. But, and even if you did die, there's like infinite lives. Like you cannot not beat that game as oh. long as you're pushing right. Hold on. I was thinking of Canvas Curse. That's the one where no. like, you use the touchscreen to like draw lines for him. And that's I not thought, supposed to be that good. I mean, that one I thought was interesting because it actually did something different with the gameplay. Oh. I apologize. Uh, Canvas Curse is the one on 3D on on DS. That one is actually s- supposed to be really good. The one, the sequel to that, though, Rainbow Road or whatever it's called, Rainbow on Ooh. Wii U. That's not supposed to be as good, but it's no supposed clear. to be the sequel to Canvas Curse. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've just been playing the wrong Kirby games. I don't know. I played the original like Kirby like on the NES, I think. No, and... well, on Game Boy is the real, real. That's the oh, real first. Okay. I love I, that one. I, I just haven't. I don't know. Something about the Kirby games just haven't haven't pulled me in. I just they they don't seem like something that's like he's definitely blow my mind B tier. He's yeah, he's definitely B tier Nintendo, right? Yeah, character. Like gotcha. okay, uh, what I what I want is I want a God of War level soft reboot for Kirby. <laughs> Like I want to see a bearded Kirby who has he throws eaten, an axe. Like I want like <laughs> to see him to recall. in a dark world where he's eaten everything and there's nothing left to eat, and he's like the master of his own destruction. He taps his heels and half the universe dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. An edgy Kirby reboot. Oh man, I, Shadow the Kirby. Shadow the Curb Hog. Oh no. Okay. Jeez. Next. All right. Let's I, get away from this. Yeah, it's you're next. Too, it's Rob, getting too pointy. Okay. Getting Roberto. Too edgy. Uh, I mean, I guess while we're on the Nintendo train, uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee isn't great. I'll do you one better. Super Smash Bros. is overrated. I thought you fuckers liked this game. I thought I was the one that didn't like Super Smash Bros. I'm confused. Okay, I love Smash, but there's, there's like, I mean, like, Melee is still at Evo. There's a huge group of people who think Melee is still the best Smash, and, like, the future games aren't improvements. And for me, I'm like, I prefer the future games. Colin doesn't like him at all, apparently. But hey, I okay. Let me, I it's not that I dislike them at all, but like when people were like losing their minds about Smash Kingdom Mouse getting announced, I'm like, yay! I mean, it's the same game again, just with new characters. Hooray! Like it's gonna play exactly the same for the most part. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like- it, it's just it's not like. It's not really that appealing to me, and I feel it like it always has felt like pretty clunky to me. Like I'd rather be playing a lot more other fighting games than Smash Bros. I, yeah. I don't know. It just I've doesn't. Tried. It never really feel felt like it. Like it's not that I have like a bad time playing it, but like I and and I've I've tried several times to like get into it. Right, like I'd hang yeah, out with too. my friends, and they'd always want to play like four, or even eight player Smash, and like I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, well. I know, like, Shulk, because it's not like I play this game very much, but Shulk is the character I know the best. I sit there and play Shulk, and... Yeah, backslash, ass slash, side slash. With the power of the Monado. Yeah, for the power of the Monado. Yeah, but, like, Dunban. Um, But, like, I mean, just playing at those characters, I would just get, like, bored after, like, 30 minutes, and I'm like, dude, like, I don't know. I just don't... I just something about the game just doesn't like I could play dead or alive for I've played dead or alive by myself for hours <laughs> bloody roar. operatively bloody by roar your, dude by, bloody roar by yourself nice pull. Hey, wink wink nudge wink. nudge 
no but uh, honestly oh. though like legitimate like regardless of like boobs and boob physics mm-hmm. dead mm-hmm. or alive is like is a great feeling fight 3d fighting game in my opinion like yep. it just plays well um wow but I and I dude, I'm gonna like if, if someone like hears this and they're they're gonna gut me in the comments for saying this shit, but I don't care. Like it just I just never really felt like Smash was that enjoyable. The most fun I ever had with Smash, believe it or not, was in Smash Brothers Brawl where they had the uh the story mode essentially. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that yeah, was I, cool. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think I mean pardon my ignorance here, but it seems like a very insular community, meaning that if you haven't been great at Smash since the melee days, like you there's won't. no chance trying to pick it up now because you're never going to rise to the upper echelons, right? Of that community, you're never going to win a tournament. Like, oh the, yeah, I'm a, you know, most always even between my friends, I most always get just destroyed in Smash. Like, I'm just not, I'm just not a I'm fan. Also of not like, very good at fighting games, but I'm not a fan of like the the stock system and like the the whole point is not to just like kill them, right? But you have to like you can hit them as many times as you want, but they still might not die. Like you have to knock them off the thing, keep them off. Like I'm right. just. It's not I, I mean, it's a unique concept. I think it's a cool concept, right? Throw all your favorite Nintendo <clears throat> characters into a game, you know, pit them against each other in, in battles. And there's nothing that, like, no, before Smash, there was nothing like it. There was that's nothing the whole, like Smash. That's the whole reason I like that. And But once you get over that novelty, then you realize, like, it's just not that fun to play for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it is either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I okay. guess I'm I'm the one who's getting his Russell's jimmied because... Uh, is Jimmy's Russell? No, my Russell's jimmied. Because I'm the one that actually likes Smash. And I mean, part of it might be because I didn't own a Wii or Wii U. So I didn't have like immediate access to Smash Brawl and Smash 4. Like it was only ever when I went over to my friends' houses. And that was like rarely a thing. So I don't know. I guess I'm excited to like finally be able to like own a Smash game of my own again. Like that's what I'm looking forward to the most, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'll when, when my friends offer to play it, I wouldn't I'll, like I'm never against it. But it's definitely not a game that I necessarily care to own. If right. someone said that to me, I'd be like, can't we just play Mario Kart instead? That's what I would say. <laughs> on it, on it, that, <laughs> Jack, I'm in the same boat with you, bro. <laughs> like, surely you have Mario Kart if you have this. Yeah, surely slosh. you have yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, okay. I was one of those fuckers who didn't own Mario Kart on GameCube, and I only owned uh, Smash. Listen, I'm gonna say I, I, can, I can thrash at some Mario Kart if I got a, if I got a good streak going on. Like, I can I can get it in on some Mario Kart. Man, I'm gonna. Know, I haven't well, licked a Switch cartridge in a while. I missed. Thanks for reminding me, Jack. I have four um, Switch cartridges. I need more. And now we know what Robert's going to be doing tonight. You lick them in bed. <laughs> well, it, it, once it's been licked, there's no point in licking it again. It's, it's going to be like Switch- that. Oh, good. I was going to say, it's going to be like that scene in Dodgeball. <laughs> where, oh, God. Where, <laughs> fucking Ben Stiller gets walked in on with the pizza. Showing <laughs> <laughs> like, down his pants. Whoa, yeah. Michelle, I, never come in on my personal time. Speaking of Switch cartridges, did you guys see those tiny little cases coming out of Japan for like a buck each? They're like miniature game cases, and they're just big enough to fit the Switch cartridges, and they go on like keychains. That's cute. It's, it's super also cool. sound, That also sounds like a terrible idea, and it's a good way to get your cartridge stolen. It's a good way to get I'm just saying, lost, I mean, yeah, though. if you lose your car keys. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I lost my car keys. Yeah. That's where I had Odyssey yeah. on. Oh, yeah. man. Hey, yeah, what about goes like 60 fucking dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. what about your Honda? Fuck my Honda. Where's, yeah, I know, where's right? Odyssey? <laughs> Yeah. All right, uh, so I'm going to throw the mic uh, to Colin, I guess. Colin, it's your turn. Yeah, right? I think Colin's Oh, up man, now. which one should I go for next? If we're going to get um, through all these, we need to go faster. I mean, we don't okay. need to get through all of them. I know, but I want to get through all of mine at least. Well, okay, this okay. is here's like the most important one, I think. Ocarina of Time is not the greatest game ever made. Far from it. It's not. It's not the greatest game ever made, but it's in the top 10. So Ocarina of Time is touted on Metacritic as the greatest game ever made. It's the highest rated game ever made. Wow. So, okay. so, Ocarina of Time 
while I love Ocarina of Time, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here and say like Ocarina of Time is an inherently bad game because it's not a bad game. It's it's a pretty well-made game, especially especially considering the time, but I think that's the key word here. Considering the time, maybe at the time when in, when 1998, when it was released, it was a pretty damn good game and it's pretty revolutionary for a third-person action adventure game, right? With the Z-Lock-On system, that, like, no, no game has seen that before. Dark, right? Right, right. Siders took it away, yeah. Darksiders took it away, or Darksiders like copied it. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to. Oh, derail. yeah, yeah. Darksiders yeah. is basically Ocarina of Time, but with yeah, death. it's, it's Darksiders is basically if God of War and Zelda. God of War it. is basically Darksiders. Hence, God of War is basically Ocarina of Time. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> anyway, um, but I, I mean, Ocarina of Time is just. I mean, it, it's it's very archaic nowadays. It's very simplistic. I mean, it's it's a simple formula that works for the game at the time, but you're playing it like. Now in the mindset of that time period, right? Like, like it was. It's it's got it's got a lot of nostalgia tied to it for a lot of people, and I think that's why people hold it in such high regard. But I think that once we get the new generation, like a brand new generation of gamers coming in here, right? Like, give it, I don't know, let's say 10, 15, maybe twenty years. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be touted as highly as it is now. Man, respect I mean, your elders, bro. I'd, I'd I respect even, the hell out of it. Even kids now probably don't give a shit. Like, there are kids now who are playing Fortnite on their mommy's iPad, and if you tell them, what about Ocarina of Time, kid, they'd be like, what's that? Man, you know? sad times. I don't know. I, I mean, it's not my favorite Zelda game. It's not even my second favorite Zelda game, but, like, I give it its props. Like, hardcore. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not, like, like, like I said, it. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not disrespecting it, but like, it, I mean, I people hold it in such high regard. I mean, I think honestly, I like I like Breath of the Wild and even Twilight Princess better than Ocarina of Time, and that's I know that's kind of sacrilege, but like Ooh. Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, I can reason for Twilight Princess is more so like my own nostalgia. I mean, because Twilight Princess is basically a more modern version of Ocarina, yeah. like it's pretty samey. Uh, but I Breath mean, of the what, Wild, I would argue. What I would say is that Ocarina of Time definitely makes the list on one of the most influential games ever. Influential. Yeah, yeah that's if a we're doing word. a list that's of like best, word games, best games of their t- time, like Ocarina it, of Time is right near the top. It makes that too. But also, I mean, we just did a little bit on like Darksiders and God of War, right? Like taking from Ocarina of Time, like the existence of OOT has, you know, opened the it's floodgates for so yeah. many best selling games after it, you know? Yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, I think great game, but ooh. I just I don't think it, it like I there's games now that are doing more revolutionary stuff. Right. And I and I mean it's it's the same thing as like you know, I mean, people really like Tetris, but really that just opened the door for like more puzzle type games, you know, like more Puyo Puyo and stuff. So there's there's a difference I think between respecting what came before you and holding on to what came before so hard that you still think it's the best thing ever. Does that make sense? Right. I, I mean, I'm not going to trash Ocarina of Time in the same way that Ego Raptor did in a sequelitis video where he compared <laughs> a link to the past to Ocarina. Yeah. Guys, I don't know. Do you guys see that? way better. I, I could see the argument. I hope that's I what he's saying. The argument. That is yeah, what, he, that's said, what right? he was. That's what okay. he was saying. That's what I think. But I mean, I and I could see the argument. I don't know if I lean on any which way. I like all, I like most all Zelda games. If you don't but, like Link to the Past, then I don't, I, can, I don't know if I can truck with you, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you don't, if yeah, if you don't like, I mean, honestly, like almost all the two D Zeldas are pretty solid, you know, beside the CDI games. Um, Even yeah, Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> fan, fan, well, is that considered a two D game? I don't, I don't know. I'm just throwing that one out there. Phantom Hourglass is fairly mediocre. It's not bad, but it's not all great. Right. 
All right. Okay. Well, that is well, controversial, that us, to say the least. Yeah, that brings us back now to Jack Rooney. All right. Uh, guys, video game collecting is not worth it. Yeah, no, oh, I agree. Oh, shit. Okay. I just um, think after thousands of dollars of my own funds going into it and having a literal entire room of my old apartment dedicated to it and you know, having to spend money on rent, like just the whole thing and just all the setup, man, was it great to have? Like, yes, it was awesome to have. It was a cool thing, but I thought my life would be over if I didn't have it and I ended up selling my collection about 99.9% of it and guess what it's okay it's okay he's still, I was still alive to, jack you're not yeah, dead I, was a, I didn't i didn't you know a, a sudoku myself sudoku. sudoku yourself yeah i didn't do I, that I, I committed I, sudoku and i'm fine and i don't need it anymore and now i'm strictly digital i there's a cut like i'll buy infinity war when it comes out on disc i'll probably get the latest star wars on disc like those are movies right but like video game discs I don't know like when or why I would do that. If it's a here's my thought: if it's a game that I don't want to own and like not be able to trade in, then I, then maybe I don't. I shouldn't spend time playing it. It's kind of right. my thought. Yeah, you hear that, Colin? Game collection isn't worth it. So I think, and and so many <laughs> listen, mm. and also I I want everyone to make their money, get that money, you know, like chase support, that paper, support people, you know, support video game developers, like keep the industry going for sure. But at the same time, like games that are like out of print or like the company doesn't exist anymore like there's just easy ways to get them for free on pc you know and i'm not condoning that but i'm saying like if you're like i must keep vice project doom on nintendo forever i'm gonna be buried with it you know like no just go download and play it real quick it's a fun game yeah well okay like i see the argument against it but i i mean i the the, the other side of that for me is it's it's a hobby right mm-hmm. and and it's a dangerous uh, hobby though it, no it is and i and i agree with you and and i definitely limit myself when it comes to like spending on that especially in the past couple of years um and but i like the idea of like going out to like say like a video game store and like meeting with people that also like love retro games and and you know mm-hmm. looking at you know look at all the old stuff and you know where the game has been and like like seeing all the stickers on it because it's a used game and it's been here here and there and someone loved this game once because if you buy a used game or buying a new game and supporting a studio or getting getting a limited edition of a game or a limited run game like it's just i don't know it's something it's like almost intoxicating it, it's fun to go out and hunt for games i love that i love taking a day and just like go say hey like here's my budget for today i'm going to go look around and see what I can find, I, and I don't know. Holding it in my hands is just nice. It's 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 like a ritual. Like I mean, I get it. Like I like vinyl. Like that. I get. It. I like vinyl too. But like at the same time, for every like cool dude I've met in in that community, I've met some real jerks and some real like price gougers. And price oh, gouging yeah. is a huge totally. deal, dude. And like totally to to put games up there in the four or five hundred, just be and they're like shitty games. They're not even good games, just because they're rare. Like for to tell people to like, hey, you know, that's a good spend of your money. Like I don't know. I just think. That, I'm not going to tell anyone how to spend their money, but I mean, don't buy a game just because it was only a blockbuster. Don't spend seven, eight hundred dollars on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no. OK. Yeah. And here's here's what I will say. I only collect games that I truly want and want to play. I do not. I do not collect games for the sake of having them unless like if I from some off chance, I go to, uh, I don't know, a, a, a Goodwill Garage somewhere sale. and I. Yeah, like a garage sale or Goodwill, and I see a fucking stadium events. 
for Nintendo. <laughs> like, like if that, it, you know, that's never going to happen. Well, well that's but just the, a sound financial investment at that that's point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and I'm not keeping that song, bitch. I'm selling it. Like, right, right. Yeah, I'm like auctioning that shit off. I get off. that. I'm just saying that if you were to sell your entire collection now, Colin, I guarantee you it would not be as bad as you think it would be. That's all I'm saying. No, it, pro- it probably wouldn't be. And but and the thing is, I probably wouldn't get much for my collection because my collection really isn't all that impressive because I buy cheap games. There you go. Um, but, but you're going to have to keep buying. I was in that loop, though, of having to buy more shelves now for more games. And more shelves. And I, and I more mean, shelves. I like having that around. I don't know, it, and it's like it's kind of comfortable to me at the same time of like having having these games, like and having to be able to go through them at any time I want, and like kind of you know making a plot to play through them and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah. I don't know, like it's also memorabilia too, right? Like having a complete inbox Dreamcast is something I've always wanted, and that's really cool. Like I mean, that's something yeah. from my childhood, and I'll always have that. I mean, I think it's cool. When it got to the point where I was buying, like, for instance, like a Super Famicom and I just like bought it and I owned it as like a hundred dollars. And then what did I do? I just took it home and stuck it on the shelf and never did anything with it. Right. I was like, oh, why did I do that? I don't know. There's there are too right. many purchases See, that I kind of regu- uh, regretted. Right. I mean, well, because and, and that's kind of where I'm sorry, Robert. No, I, it's, to say. it's just like there's there's a difference. I mean. At some point, right, when you're doing collecting, you're not doing it for practical purposes, right? Like, no matter what you collect, stamp, rocks, manga, yeah, collect, books, right? Right, that's like, the essence of collecting, yeah. You know, at that point, it's more like to say you own it, right? And that gives you a certain sense of purpose in, you know, your hobby or whatever. And that's what's the most important, I think. And once you reach that point where you don't feel the fulfillment of, like, you know, oh, man, I'm so excited. I finally get to get, like, this first edition of that book or you know that really cool uh like picture frame or whatever right like once you lose that fulfillment then you get to the point where jack's at where he's like it's not worth it i came to a realization that really what i want to do is what i found myself doing was i would come home with a big stack of, you know a bunch of bags and bags of games from 10 different place you know uh video game stores around the, the city and i would play them each i'd pop in every game for like 15 20 minutes at most and be like okay i played it now i can put it on the shelf and i would just work through the pile and then i came to realize like you know what i really just want to play these games a little bit but i don't necessarily want to own them Mm. that's another reason where pc (laughs) is a better solution for that right and so i was like i really just want to get this game in my hands and see what people are talking about real quickly and just you know what i mean just say i did and then and then i don't really want to own this now at this point so yeah, that, and, that's and where that was I was coming to realize. Yeah, and and there's certain places where like I draw the line, right? Like I'm definitely not hardcore into like Super Nintendo and Nintendo collecting right now or anything like that because it's so ridiculously expensive to get the games like the like the good like the really good games, the games that like a lot of people want to play because they are genuinely good games. It's such an investment. Like it, it a lot yeah. of the time, a lot of the games mm. for SNES and NES will cost you more than it costs to buy the system itself. Like or even the crazy. SNES Classic, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I've I have an SNES Classic. I have an NES Classic too. And yeah. actually, like, even though it, like it's kind of high price starting point, right? Sixty bucks for the NES and like eighty bucks for the SNES Classic. It's it's the closest thing I, I like to get to playing on the genuine hardware. It's you know it plays in HD, and I know you can get a Raspberry Pi, but I can easily I modded my NES and SNES Classics, and I have like all the games I want to play on those systems on there. Dude, will they announce the N sixty four Classic at E three? That would be the possible. Shit. Maybe. I, maybe I wouldn't put it past Bro, them. Oh, that'd be so cool. I would. Be I would. In I, for I, that. I would one hundred percent buy it too. Even I, though there's I, not like twenty games I want to play on that system, I still would be. 
Right. You there's know? there's no RPGs on the N64. Give me Blast yeah. Core and or give and me that is death. not an unpopular opinion. <laughs> there is yeah. no RPGs worth <laughs> yeah. playing on no, the N64. That's, that's true. Quest there's Quest 64. With, but get the fuck fucking, out of here with the that. The lead character's name was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hi, I'm Brian. I'm here Brian. to save the world. I'm I, Brian, son of Danny. <laughs> Brian, son of Danny. No, right, I mean, but like, yeah, like I, my my, my final word on collecting is just that. It's it's definitely an exercise against practicality, so it just depends on how much practicality matters to you, right? Like, right. I there was a time where I wanted to collect like every book in this one manga that I read, um, and like I own maybe fourteen or fifteen of those books, each for about like six to ten bucks a pop, and I haven't read all of them. I mean, I have read all of them before, but it's not like when I bought the book, I like cracked it open and read each one. You know what I mean? It was more just like the feeling of owning it. Right, yeah, that's what mattered. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, uh, granted, I think uh, like when it comes to collecting, I think the worst part of it right now for me is like I, I bought a lot of PS3 games because PS3 games are just so dirt cheap right now. Right. It's so it's time, one of those yeah. games where like, yeah, if I see like a game like I've heard like my, like at least decently good things about it, I, I'd be picking it up. What, but I think game? the biggest thing. What's oh, that? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It, like biggest thing for me right now, honestly, collecting wise is PlayStation one collecting. Because there's just so many damn good JRPGs on those games. No, for console. sure. Uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. see that all the time. Yeah, and let me uh, let me tell you though, the one game I did keep was Africa on PS3. Oh my! Because <laughs> yes, dude, that game is sweet. Does it bless game, the rains? That game, it, I hope it does. I do play Toto every time I play it. But <laughs> it's dude, also the rarest game on PS3 too. No way, it is the rarest. Yeah, dude, Africa's an insanely inspe- It's like one of the most expensive games on Wait, PS3. Are you serious? How much is it? Uh, let me. I'm, I thought I'm it was like fifty bucks. Will you look at that? Uh, like yeah. price charting or something. Sixty-five. That's not that bad. I mean, but I, for PS3, it is expensive. Yeah, right. A- for Africa, yeah, for PS3, not to be less. Yeah. yeah, dude, that game is awesome. I, I should like stream that game. Hundred and eighty-eight dollars. I mean, that's all over wow. the place. Mine's complete listings. in box too. So, uh, but here, speaking of practicality, right? We're talking with someone that's getting ready to move cross country, like across all of the country. So my answer is yes. My question is how many pieces, how big is your collection? And then, and you're bringing it with you. You said, Oh, yes. I mean my, my collection, like I I've cut down on like actually collecting for like probably about the past year. Like I I've bought minimal amount of games, like mostly my PS4 collection, but even then I, I've tried to avoid getting big box stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, even now my collection isn't like insurmountably big, well, like, like it's not anywhere close to that. Uh, I think I have around 300 games. Physically. Physically. Yeah, that's a lot. Fifty three hundred. That's not small, and you're taking it with you. You're going to take up. Uh, what are you doing? Are you fl- are you shipping it out there? Like, no, take- like we're driving, so it's going to take up precious square inches in your car. In my yeah, car, yes, I, yeah. But we're. I think you're we're only taking one car. We're taking two. Are you selling your like beds and shit? Why like, don't we? Yeah, why we'll, don't we also just tell everyone the exact route we're taking? And just, let's <laughs> yeah, actually well, call. Just like, we haven't nailed down time. the plans of our road trip right now. So you what route do, do you want to take? You guys should do a live mixler. No, I'm curious of the details. <laughs> now I didn't really know that. Okay, so you're taking up. You're taking your whole thing. Okay, wow. Yeah, I'll, we'll give you the hot, dirty details after the show. But yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just go as mundane as we can. All right, I think we've got enough time for two more, so that gives me a chance and Colin a chance to fire off uh, one sure. more each of our unpopular opinions. Which are three just rapid fire my team. Witcher 3 ain't that great. It's good. Oh, fuck you. Fuck it's good. All, everything about but, you. It's great. But, Dude, I mean, it's got some of the best storytelling in any game that I can yeah. think of. It's very maturely written. Very maturely written. The graphics See, are incredible. On PC, it runs like a fucking dream. 
it the music gwent is really fun i don't know i think it's i think it's definitely great i don't really have a horse in this race yet i don't have enough enough experience with you don't have a roach in this race you said dude that yeah yeah yeah, in every game now my i name my horse roach nice but like like in zelda right breath of the wild i named him roach uh Dude, I mean, I, yeah. I'm sorry you can't enjoy great art, but <laughs> I mean, look, I sunk, I sunk 170 hours in the game. Like, I get, I beat it. I get it. It's cool, but I don't think, like, like people hours. fucking lose their shit over Witcher Three. Like, oh my god, Witcher Three is so good. I think that you're gonna change your mind, maybe. I mean, there, I mean, what am I trying to say here? What I'm trying to say is like, there's a reason why Cyberpunk is like so highly touted and it's not just because of the license it's because it's the next game from cd project red right yeah, like exactly. they have a pedig- they have a pedigree going and i think and also like i mean i know that this shouldn't matter very much but the fact that on pc you can like hop anywhere in the world and it loads in like four seconds is like a technical marvel to me right like here's the thing i'm not saying it's a bad game it's good i just think it's a little overrated i think the combat isn't that great it's kind See, of hear- like okay I like hear after- more people hating it, though. I hear more people hating it than anything else. So to me, it seems underrated. So if you're hearing I- nothing but praise for it, which I don't no, I, I think a lot of people are just saying they hit it now just to go against the grain, like sort of thing. That, there's a but, lot of more people. There's a lot more people coming out of the woodwork saying, like, I don't just don't think it's that good. It's, I way, better, like, it's way better than Dark Souls. But that's not but true. The, but, um, yes, like, any, but that's with any highly touted game. Like, there's people coming out and saying God of War isn't that good now. So, like, yeah. And and I mean, here's the thing. It's like, I'm not I'm not a contrarian to be a contrarian i i hate people who do that like i usually you know if i don't like something it's because i don't like it not because you like it well i must hate it right it's just i don't know i got i grew very weary of the witcher's combat after the first like five ten hours and like all the upgrades are like pretty passive as far as things go so it was just kind of like well looks like all i have to do is choose the right oil then i then i win hmm I still love the game. I love that I game. I still need to put some time into it. It's yeah. it might be in my it's definitely in my top probably twenty of all time. Fair enough. I mean I played I Witcher One and most of most of Witcher Two and I genuinely like the games, but oh, like dude, I don't Witcher know. Three is like the Witcher is um, way better than two. Way accessible way more accessible version of all those games. Those games are very deep, yeah. deep cuts compared to Witcher Three. Witcher Three is the I, uh, mass mass market version of those games. I mean, I yeah, don't know. Witcher Three always seemed like it, like the systems in the game were deeper than the other ones. I don't know. Witcher Three is so good, man. Yeah. Um, gosh, everyone keeps telling me about the game, and now it's making me want to play it. it so much, so much time. Play it like, on it's, PC. It's a story that doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't pretend that, uh, you know. Like, oh, you're a child, so we have to explain everything slowly and in good detail and not get mature. Like, and I enjoyed it for that, right? Like, obviously, I wanted to play the game long enough to get through to the end of the story and all the side quests that I did. But at the end of the day, I, when I look back on my time, I there, there are a lot of times where I wish I could just, like, skip the combat. Did you do the DLC? No, I didn't. Bl- I didn't. Buy See, those. for me, I was so overleveled that, like fights were over really quick anyway so i didn't feel fatigue really in that regard oh okay that's another thing i i was over level two i did a ton of side quests but then it made like like when you get over like the the xp they give you is based on how leveled you are so like you can do these long quests and you get like two xp because you're over leveled and that just makes it feel like well doesn't feel because you're already there you know i don't know it's not that big a problem to me fair enough uh, Colin, you're our last one here. Give us your most unpopularist mm. opinion. 
Well, okay, I'll do a quick one because I think this, I think you guys kind of know this, but I don't know if we talked about it on the show. Um, don't care. I don't. I don't care much for Overwatch. Just putting that out there, I guess. I mean, I think that's been explored. Yeah, I, I've talked about it a little bit because if you yeah, don't like, I joke then about, you like, just you don't like FPSs. Then competitive uh, FPSs. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I, he- I mean, hero shooters is a specific kind of FPS. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's more so like I haven't really taken the time to get deep in, into it. I just I don't know. I've it's more so multiplayer games than anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's just they're just games that I never really got into. Like, slightly triggered, slightly triggered. Yeah, multiplayer games are just like I have so many single player games to play. It's like where do I find time to actually get into this game to get actually decent at it? Like if and, this were a year ago, I'd I'd probably argue more for like oh, but Overwatch is actually pretty great. Now I'm I'm very more meh about it, and I know that like people are getting more and more pissy about the toxicity and like comp is not that not worth doing. And it's like, it's almost like Boba's yeah. invite that sort of thing. Kind of the, the community Trend, is maybe? an issue. I mean, but they are taking steps to you know clean that shit up. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, doing what they can. I think, I think to support the game to the level that they do, I think is very commendable. I mean, that's you know, but I, yeah, but I, but I, I respect have, the way I, Blizzard approaches that stuff. I will I just, admit I have fallen off, but at the same time, when I pick it back up, I usually have fun. Yeah, I mean, like we we played it kind of recently, didn't we? And that was the first yeah. time I played it in like a long time. And for me, it was like total mayhem. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like I mean, this is kind of fun, but also I just don't know if I'm willing to like jump all the way in. We were stuck in that doorway for like 20 minutes, then we finally got out, and we inched and inched and inched our way through and then we we're in overtime for we were in overtime for like another 15 minutes yeah and then we and then all of a sudden someone just we we left the cart and that was that and it was the saddest right. shit we should have won that game you know i just don't know like honestly couldn't i don't think i could pinpoint exactly what it is about that game that just isn't that just isn't there for me i just like i i could sit here and play like i played battlefield one i went out of my way to buy battlefield one I played the conquest mode like quite a bit for a while, and I very much enjoyed it. See, I, like, okay, the, you're just a different breed, dude. Because Battlefield uh, multiplayer, I do not see the mass appeal in Battlefield multiplayer. I see, don't. I enjoy get it. it. It's it's like I it's I don't know. I feel like it's Call of Duty, with, but with like an actual purpose. Like I don't it's think not, it everyone's feels not like just anything, like running and gunning and trying it, to kill each other. No, dude. I I don't feel like it's anything. It doesn't feel anything like Call of Duty, and it's to me, it's even more meat grindery than Call of Duty is. To me, it's I, way I more like you, way. Walk, you walk and you walk it, you spawn, then you walk forward and you crawl and then you get shot and you don't know who the fuck killed you or, or, or you didn't see them until it shows you who, where they are. And then you just do it again, man. I'm serious, dude. I've tried Battlefield. I've tried multiple Battlefields and I just cannot get well, with that okay, multiplayer. Granted, like I'm only coming at the scope that I've only played really mainly Battlefield one. Like I never really got into the multiplayers of the other ones. I've but tried, Battlefield man. one, because basically simply because it was took place in World War One, that's what kind of got me into it. And I don't know. I never really got that meat grinder feeling because usually if I do get into the point where like it hit a point where like, oh, wow, this is just a meat grinder. It usually turns me off from a game and I won't really be playing it much. Right. I don't know. It, it just it just basically felt like Call of Duty with more strategy or an felt, actual strategy. I felt the same way playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2 as well. Like they're all the same engine. They all have the same feel. I don't know. It's just not. It's something I have tried in earnest to get into and, and have failed. Whereas Call of Duty and Overwatch, like I fell into and even uh, Counter-Strike, I fell into very easily. But right. right. But, so, I mean, but anyway, my, my real big one, though, is like since that, that other one was kind of established was and I don't know how much how much of a horse you guys have in this race, but World of Warcraft, I never thought it was that great. 
Um, I played the two week trial and it didn't convince me to buy it, so that's where I stand. I think if you're playing by yourself, if you're not playing with a group of friends who are playing as much with you, then you lose about sixty percent of the pool of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I always it. hear. But like, like World of War. Okay, so World of Warcraft, at like you know, going to school for and like a social science based major, like communication and stuff like that. There's been a lot of academic studies done with world of warcraft and and like i totally get it like it has the social aspect for that and, it, and that's and that's that but that's 90 percent of the game and and i feel like there's such a curve for a new player to get into game like that especially now like it's super hard to get into something I mean, like because there are like what, eight expansions to work through yes something like that seven or eight which i mean um, i guess that means like you'll have hella content if you jump in right now yeah i understand that but it's like you, you like you then you have to find your way into a guild and if you don't have people to consistently play for you're fucked with getting certain like good gear there's no way you can have raids and you need to ha- be able to communicate with people and it's just it's so hard to get into and it was like and it was one of those things where like like and this is, i guess this kind of sounds whiny but like growing up I always had friend like a, a group of friends that was into world of warcraft and they would talk about it right and i was like i always thought when they talk about it it sounded like the coolest fucking thing in the world like yeah i was building up my character and like i do this much dps and i was tanking we did these raids and i do these raids with my friends and have a lot of fun and and then but of course later on they would talk about guild politics and like oh yeah this guy in my guild's a piece of shit and blah blah <laughs> but i mean otherwise like it sounded like a genuinely good time but like, i just never had the time or like this like the group of like the group to get into it mm-hmm. with and it's just i don't know it's a hard game to get into man yeah it really is uh, and I agree, like, without a group of, like, if it, you probably would have more success if you approached a group of friends and you were all like, hey, let's buy World of Warcraft right now. And, like, let's all, like, set up a schedule to, like, play, like, you know, once or twice a week or whatever. Right, but that, not, like, even if you, you, me, and Jack did it, like, we'd be like, what the fuck are nah, we doing? Dude, like, nah, we have dude, not I a single damn I clue. Honest, I honestly think it'd be a ton of fun, and I, I think so too. don't want to do it because I know what that's like. I've, I've like, have the scars, the emotional yeah. scars with yeah, me I, still. And I don't know. I mean, if if I did get into an MMO right now, I'd want it to not be WoW. I'd, I'd probably lean toward like Final Fantasy fourteen or something. I have so many um, resources in WoW still too that I could go back to, but I'm trying not to. Guys, don't yeah, dude, get me I, down here. I right. think it would be hilarious actually if we did like a Twitch or YouTube series where like we're like absolute three absolute noobs play World of Warcraft. I mean, we could play. <laughs> we could play for free like till level twenty or something like that. Like that'd be hilarious, dude. Like like none of us know what the hell we're doing. We're just playing. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, um, I think it'd be really fun, but I don't oh want to God. do it. <laughs> no, Too much not fun. really. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I you still have to, ha- you have to still put some respect on WoW though. Like WoW has done oh, yeah, a yeah. lot. It's done right? a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, like it's brought general. so many communities together. Like there's so many stories of like people who met each other through WoW and like their best friends are married. They're yeah. you know like all that we, kind of stuff. Yeah, a right? lot of marriages. I mean, we ranked it the number one time sucker in video games. Yeah, I mean, so, I had a group in uh, one of my classes where he met his fiance on WoW. Yeah, so oh. it's it. It's definitely like a phenomenon. At least it was. I don't oh, know if yeah. it's still. Is. I mean, it's still the number one MMO, right? I think. I don't know. In terms I'd of, be curious. Terms of subs. I think so. I mean, all other all other MMOs are essentially WoW clones. They haven't yeah, released number like subscriber numbers in a long in a time that I've heard. So I'd be curious to know what their subscriber I mean, count is. Now. Like it definitely peaked a while ago. Uh, yeah. I know that for Final Fantasy fourteen and ESO Elder Scrolls Online are like climbing up. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're like the number two and three. Yeah, but, why don't we play Elder Scrolls online, guys? I'd be down for because that. Because it's boring as hell. I heard it's Damn. gotten better. I heard it's gotten I a do, lot I better. I mean, I played it like a year or two ago, and it was like me and my buddy were just like kind of grinding through quests, and I was like, this isn't fun. I yeah. want to try it out. I don't know. I have it downloaded. 
All right, are we going through the rest of ours, or what are we doing? I think think we should probably wrap up. Can I rapid fire my two, just just to Uh, do it? But then we're going to talk about them. No, I'm just going to say that Arc Systems Works fighting games are not fun to watch for 99.9% of the population. You're so wrong, and I'm not going to talk about it. And then I'm going to say Steam sales are not very good anymore, either. That's true. I think that's And that's a sad state of affairs. But Arc Systems games are not fun to watch for most people. I think if you can't follow Dragon Ball, you're blind. (laughs) That, dude, that's crazy. That's it's crazy. so easy to follow. Okay, whatever. So if you, <laughs> it is not. So hey, if you enjoyed what we did today on the Tiny Disc Podcast, uh, you could shoot us an email or to let us know your questions, comments, concerns, feedback, etc. Anything you want us to read live on this pre-recorded show, um, you can email us at tinydiscpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can go to our website, tinydisc.com, where you can find all of our social media links there, as well as all of our previous episodes. If you want to listen to us talk about uh, Avengers Infinity War spoiler cast or, um, I don't know. What, what else have we talked about in the past week, guys? I don't know, but you can also go to my GoFundMe to help me pay off my traffic ticket. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> seriously. Collins GoFundMe. I got ticketed and towed in the same yeah. weekend. Please help. <laughs> Please help. Uh, the mm. goal is four hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, no shit. Yeah, and if you want to help us out, you can leave an iTunes review. That would be really great. Um, what you can do is go ten miles per hour over the speed limit, and then when the cop rolls down your window <laughs> yeah. and says, "Hey, do you know why I stopped you?" Tell him because I wanted you to listen to Sunny Disc Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's actually this great podcast here. Yeah. yeah, that's why I wanted to let you know. Yeah, um, if I see, I would have, I would have rolled down my window and I, and I would have been listening to us, and he'd be like, "Wait a minute, is, it, is that the Tiny Disc Podcast? Are you fucking <laughs> are, are you Colin Sparling?" <laughs> you the Colin Sparling? Can you see my tiny disc exactly as patchy as I thought it would? Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Uh, where can Rip we find you guys? I'm shaving online. this beard after the after this damn show. Oh, you, can find, you can find me at boo boo underscore underscore five five on Twitter, aka Colin and Mano. At Mr. underscore Cepeda on the gram. On that gram. Uh, you can find me at Panoptimist, P I N O P T I M I S T, on all the social medias. Uh, and that should do it for us this week. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening to the Tiny Disc Podcast. And we'll see you next Thursday. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Colin's speeding? Oh, my God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep now. God, so much money.